I am Joy King. I currently lead Optiva's go-to-market strategy. It's a fundamental change in mindset and technology, and that's the real threat in the telco space. I'm Catherine Speglia, and this is Well Technically, the tech podcast where women do the explaining. Joy, thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure to be here. And it's a pleasure to have you. And today we'll be discussing the changing telco business model, what the risks are, what's contributing to these changing models, and also what telcos can do to really stay ahead of these changes. Uh, but of course, I first have to ask, what is an example of a time in which being a woman has empowered you? Well, you know, I have thought about this question quite a bit. And I have to tell you that the most empowering thing for me is when I see the impact that I'm having on other women. I'm always amazed and proud of how much you can help others just by being visible yourself. A few years ago, I was part of a 1200 person senior leadership meeting for a large company. On day three, I took the stage. I did give a fun presentation, but I did not expect a standing ovation. Then, I realized it wasn't because I was a good speaker, but instead because I was the first woman in three days to be seen on the stage. That's what made me proud and a little angry too. Yeah, I like that you brought up visibility because I think, well, a couple things there. I mean, I think this podcast is about visibility, right? Obviously, you can't see my guests, but, you know, visibility nonetheless um, and the importance of doing that. I've also read that... Uh, studies show that representation and visibility is like the biggest factor for changing like children of color or young women in thinking that, you know, being able to see themselves in certain careers or certain roles. So I've actually heard that like, you know, who we cast as a doctor on a TV show, for example, really is one of the biggest thing that impacts um, people of color and women getting into those fields. So visibility is kind of key here. So thank you for for bringing that up. Okay, so tell me a little bit about the current threat against the traditional telco business model. This is definitely something I'm hearing a lot of. So this the fact that it's changing is not new to me. But I was hoping you could articulate a little bit more what they stand to lose and to whom they might lose it to. Well, you know, to be honest, while there's a lot of talk right now, about the threat, as you say, the current threat against the traditional telecom industry is not a unique threat. It's the same threat that many other industries have faced, including banking, advertising, retail. That's just a few. Who would have imagined that the highly regulated complex banking industry would be threatened by apps on our phone? The banks who recognized that they needed to change how they engage with customers are successful today. The others, well, they're either no longer around or they were acquired by the successful ones. So despite enormous scale, unmatched financial resources, innovation, when it's focused on transforming the customer experience, because that's where the power is, will always win. Now in the telco market, new market entrants like, you might not have heard, but Nova Energy in New Zealand is an electric company. Did you know 
that now you can bundle your mobile services with your monthly electric bill? I like that. It's pretty cool. How about Guinea Mobile in Peru, where now they introduced the first fully digital onboarding for new mobile subscribers? You know what it takes? Four clicks and five minutes, and you have a new working phone. And by the way, you don't have to go to one of those offices, pick a number, and wait in line. These are just examples who, of companies who saw the opportunity and are leveraging contemporary technology to enter and to win the race. Talk to me more about these contemporary technologies that are contributing to this, this change. I mean, obviously 5G is a huge one, but how are these other companies able to do what they're doing now? Well, so 5G is, is a part of it, but to be honest, it's only a very small part of it in my judgment. Let's talk about the, the bigger picture of telecom industry. What was the original definition of the telco industry? It was scale, everything in the network. BSS systems, OSS systems had to be built using a customized services-led model. That meant that projects for new services, expansion into new markets, changes to customer offerings took months, sometimes years. I mean, how many times did you get a notice from your telco saying, this is coming, maybe in 2020, whatever it was, right? But um, in addition, complex regulations, you know, that could be local, regional, national, did make the processes even more complex. But due to the amount of capital that was necessary to become a competitor in the traditional telecom market, the dominant carriers didn't really see any reason to change because they didn't see any credible threat. Then the cloud providers entered the market. And there's a reason, Catherine, that the telco industry calls cloud providers hyperscalers. It's kind of a weird term. Well, why? It's because Google, AWS, Azure, they redefined scale, but they addressed complexities in the exact opposite way. Instead of writing millions of lines of code for each individual product, customized for their infrastructure, they created what they call a cloud-native open architecture software-based approach to everything. Now, they take action and innovate in weeks, sometimes even days, not months and years. Speed and agility is how they measure success. And by the way, money is proof. It's a fundamental change in mindset and technology. And that's the real threat and what has to change in the telco space. Yeah. So talk to me more about what has to change in the telco space. Obviously, Everything you just mentioned, as someone who covers telecom, I, I know those things, cloud native, software defined, that's all already part of the tel telecom conversation. So I, I guess those are the things that need to change. But, but what more can you tell me about, you know, from your perspective, what you think telcos need to do right now? Well, honestly, they have to be open to learning from what's happening around them. It's, it's a natural human behavior to resist risk. As humans, we're designed for survival, right? Risk, any kind of change introduces risk. So we're naturally against change. Well, change is inevitable. And anyone who thinks that resistance is a winning strategy professionally is going to lose. The telcos need to recognize that their old approach to technology is holding them back. 
they need to pivot from thinking about underlying commodity level infrastructure and complaining about the capital costs of 5G fiber to really thinking about a modernized, completely digital customer experience, customer first, not infrastructure is it all. And honestly, sunk costs in legacy infrastructure might be a deterrent for the finance department, but reinventing themselves in a contemporary way is the path forward. Now, I don't know if you know uh, the CEO of Constellation Research, his name is Ray Wang, and he's one of my favorite analysts to quote. He said quite a few years ago, but he was right then and he was right now, digital Darwinism is unkind to those who wait. My last question is, is a bit different, but definitely still related. How does the telecom's kind of infamous lack of diversity impact its ability to compete with some of these new players or even in this new era that we've just been talking about? You mean um, the obvious lack of diversity? Is that what you were referring to? Honestly, I think this is one of the biggest challenges that I think the telco industry is facing. The leadership demographics that I see in the telecom industry is not very empowering to my original point, right? In order to take all the big and bold steps I mentioned above, the telecom industry needs to attract an entirely different talent pool. But right now, the talent pool they need is definitely not interested in going to work for a telco. Uh, at a recent event in the UK, it was actually called DSP Leaders Forum. One of our executives at Optiva, Sebastiano Tavarado, who is a very um, candid speaking Italian, and he also is based in the Bay Area, said, hey, it wasn't cool in the Bay Area to tell anybody that you work for a telco. He said, quote, if you tell them you work at a telco, they think you need a hug. But making a strong and compelling play for leadership diversity, including gender, but even more important, younger leadership, is going to be a foundational part of this innovation and success. And uh, I'll leave you with another quote from a former Disney executive. I like these compelling and memorable quotes. Duncan Wardle said, do we all look the same? If the answer is yes, chances are you're thinking the same too. Exactly, exactly. And, um, you know, thank you for, for reminding us that diversity is not just about gender diversity or, or even right. race and ethnicity. I mean, age diversity is huge here, especially if we're talking about innovation and new ideas and all that kind of stuff. And we know that the telecom has a hard time getting young people excited about the industry. So it's important we figure it out. <laughs> well, the digital experience is not a new and cool concept for the, the next generation. It's the only environment they know. However, if the leadership of the telcos sees that your phone is also a way to engage with things, wrong. We have to really be focused on leadership diversity, on age, gender, culture, all of that, so that we all have different opinions about the experiences we want. And we have to flip the conversation from infrastructure to the customer experience. And that will change the game. Absolutely. Joy, thank you so much for this conversation. Uh, this, you know, like I said, a topic I'm, I'm familiar with, this changing landscape, but I feel like you really explained it to me in a, 
I don't know, kind of concise and very clear uh, way. And like you kind of went back just far enough for me to, <laughs> to understand how we got where we are. Um, so thank you so much for joining me today. It was a pleasure. 